this episode 14, season two of my podcast, Relentless Life on Your Terms, I sit down with Arthur Gallen. Great to be here. An amazing designer who has dressed some of the biggest names in the world, including Orlando Bloom, Nicole Kidman, and now myself, Chris Christoffi. We talk about the importance of looking good, having great style, and how the Aussie bloke, as Arthur says, has really stepped up their game. Entrepreneurship, and how he's gone through all the struggles, through being in retail, through being through GFCs, and still getting out the other end stronger. This is one amazing lifestyle episode, and for the first time ever, even had a glass of wine while filming it, with my great Greek friend, Arthur. Thank you very much. Hi, Chris Christoffi here on my podcast with a very special guest, Arthur Gallen. Thank you for joining us, mate. Pleasure to be here. Now, for those who don't know, Arthur is a very prominent designer all around Australia. Tell us a bit about your journey, Arthur. Oh, look, we um, started uh, started in 98. Um, for the last 20 years, we, we, we launched menswear, um, then uh, decided to add women's. Um, thought that was way too much for one guy doing two, two collections. So I went back to focusing on the boys head to toe. And now today we do everything from uh, tuxedos to sneakers. So it's a, it's, it's a really nice, uh, uh, you know, collection that uh, I'm very proud of. Um, something that's based on, uh, on quality. My European background has a little bit of influence. Um, I'm a fabric nut. So, you know, for me, the textile and the feel and the texture is, is key. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's all about making the guy look good and, and make him sort of feel like he stands out in a crowd and very proud to be wearing what he's wearing. So that's my philosophy. And I love fashion too. So, and I've come in, I can see how passionate you are what you do. And you've dressed some major celebrities all around the world. Tell us some of the people that you have actually dressed. Oh, look, it's exciting. You know, it's sort of, you know, Orlando Bloom. Um, when we were doing women's wear, Nicole Kidman, Jessica Alba, that was really fun. Um, I must say, one of the most exciting. Um, it was, um, you know, a few of the, uh, the old school supermodels, Helena Christensen, I made her a tuxedo dress and um, that was just probably one of the highlights. You know, you're sort of, you're a kid and you've got all these, you know, all these supermodels that you sort of, you know, you see and you hear about Naomi Campbell and all those girls and all of a sudden you're dressing one of them and you think, wow, this is just, this is a bit surreal, but it's fun, you know, and at the end of the day, we're all people uh, and we all just want to have a good time and we all want to look good. And, and that's what I sort of, you know, that's what I love. Uh, you know, I love uh, menswear, um, I love womenswear, but you know, my passion always, you know, it's interesting, you always sort of think to yourself, you always go back to, to what's in your heart. And you know, we started as menswear, uh, womenswear came on board, it was an exciting time. Got a little bit rocky there for a while, and um, you know, uh, sometimes things don't always go to plan. But you know, um, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And my wife always says to me, you know what? No one died, so don't worry. It's <laughs> so a very was... good philosophy. Now you're high. You had over 20 stores. We did. You're growing. You're in chats. Then now we're currently sitting on Chapel Street in a lovely store. Yes. You're very passionate about what you do. I bought quite a, a few pants off you today, and That's... I'm heads to toe in Arthur Gallon as well. Gears, as you can okay. see, extremely comfortable. And as you can see by the gentleman. He's so passionate about his product. Tell us a bit about all that. Look, for me, um, product always starts off with the raw material. It's very much about, you know, finding a beautiful fabric and and really creating something that that a guy wants to wear. 
Uh, I go to Europe twice a year. Um, there's a couple of fabric fairs and shoe fairs that I go to every February and September, and that's where I sort of source my biggest inspiration is actually the fabric, and that that really sort of gets the creative juices flowing and and really starts the whole process of of what a collection looks like you know sometimes you can start from one cloth and you almost build the jigsaw puzzle and create this collection from from what might be um, a jacket to then you know the t-shirts complemented to then sort of like the tuxedo in the same colors to sort of you know and you piece it all together and you end up with all of this um, and and one of the most exciting things is that you know when I started 22 years ago the Aussie male has come such a long way you know, whether it's the influence of sportsmen, whether it's the influence of whatever it is, it's, it's just something that guys love looking good. You know, and, and you know, look, unfortunately this year we didn't have a spring carnival, but spring carnival is a prime um, example of, you know, it used to be all about the girls with their dresses and headpieces. Guys take so much effort in, you know, getting dressed up for something like an event, for something like spring carnival, and t head to toe. The suit, the pocket square, the lapel pin, the tie, the shoes, the whole bit. And that's exciting for me. That really inspires me. You know, when you, when you sort of look, you know, you, you sort of look at your clients and they're going through the racks and they're sort of, you know, their eyes light up and you think, oh, this is great. You know, because you do, you sort of, every piece is your baby and you agonize over every little part of it. And I think that's something that, that I love the fact that, that men are appreciating what they wear so much more. And it's not just about, you know, it's not just about, the utility aspect of, of getting dressed. It's more about the, the looking good and not being afraid to stand out in the crowd. And look, that's important. And you know when you said as well, making someone feel good is a great feeling, obviously, for yourself. And I can see how passionate you are. I remember I heard John Travolta speak, and he goes, he's very meticulous with how he dresses. And his words were, I dress well, so I'm pleasing on other people's eyes well. And I never looked at it that way. I dress well because I want to feel good, and I like looking in the mirror and feeling confident. But when I heard his aspect, it was a very interesting take to say, I dress well, because wouldn't it be nice if you to see me dressed and made more of an effort? And I go, I've never seen it that way. Yeah. And another thing that I thought very interesting, when I, saw, when I saw the documentary on Johnny Versace, how inspired he was by materials, mm. how much he loved what he did. Of course, he produced great clothes when yeah. you can hear. And I, and I hear that a lot from you now, the way you're talking about your clothes, dressing people up in the passion. Oh, how can that not translate into a good finished product oh, or a passion? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And you know, a beautiful wool, you know, all our suiting, all, our, all the wools come from Northern Italy. Of course, you know, the Italians come out here, they buy our merino wool, they take it back there, they weave it into beautiful fabric. I go and buy it, make beautiful suits. But, you know, it is that passion over, oh, do we use this beautiful black or is that black going to make the perfect black suit? The detail is, is so, I suppose, uh, particular, but it makes a difference, you know, and, and I think, you know, people have a different sort of, I've noticed a different philosophy in, in the way people are thinking. It's let's, let's buy less, but let's buy something that's great. Let's buy something that's going to that's gonna make me feel good. You know, let's not just buy loads of, of, of clothing. Let's buy pieces that, that make, um, I suppose, a statement for a long time. So in your wardrobe that are staple pieces, do you think it makes a difference in Melbourne or in Australia that we're such a multi-ethnicity place where we've got so many different fashions and stuff like that? The men are starting to look after how they look a lot more? Do you think that makes plays a factor in it? It does. Look, I, I totally believe that it does. Um, you know, we've got more of a European, Mediterranean European yeah. influence in Melbourne. Um, you know, and all, you know, all, all the, um, you know, I mean, my parents are, uh, you know, Greeks, um, all the Italians and Greeks that live here, or that live here and, and migrated here, influenced, you know, the way people dressed. And 
I love and, that. And I think that that's sort of something that's that's inspiring. And I think that everyone's into it now. You know, it's a, every you know every bloke wants to make a bit more of an effort. And I think that's sort of what keeps me going when I just sort of think that you know what, yeah, the fact that I'm that I'm thinking about that cotton or that cotton, what's going to look good, what's going to drape well, what's going to you know fit well on the body. When, when guys appreciate that, it just makes you want to push yourself to make it even better. And I think, you know... It's the passion, where the passion is, comes from for what is. you do, yeah? And, the, and, and, you know, and we are a little bit dressier in Melbourne because of that European influence. I love that. You know, we are a bit dressier, and that's great. And Sydney probably is a little bit more casual, but they like to dress up. You know, it's a different sort of... You know, we all like to dress up, and, and it's exciting. You know, it's exciting that everyone makes an effort, and it's not just about the girls anymore. The blokes are right there, and they're... They're looking good, you know, they're, they're making sure that they, you know, they, they sort of, you know, stand on their own and, and, and really sort of put in the, the pieces to, to the app. And, and, you know, not that it's, that it's too thought about. You want to make it easy, but you just want to make it so it's, you know, there's a certain sort of, you know, little sharpness to it. But even though you said it's thought about, if it's something that you're passionate about, and I hear you talk, I talk about real estate and wealth creation like that. Mm. It's not thought about when you love and it's so passionate, you could talk about it for hours oh. upon hours. Because when I hear you talk about fabric mm. and I reminisce on how I talk about real estate, mm. I could talk about it 34 7, eight days a week because yeah. it's just something that I love. Yeah. And you being able to give someone that feeling of looking fantastic. Now, I want to ask you a couple of questions. You've been a business owner now for how many years? Uh, we started in 98. Okay. Um, before that, I. Um, uh, I finished uni, commerce degree at Melbourne Uni, worked in finance for a year and a half. I thought, you know what, this is not in my heart. Let's just, you know, grandfather was a tailor, mum, mum's a tailor. I thought, let's try something different. Let's open a, you know, I knew lots of people in the area because my parents had two tailoring shops here, which they still do. Um, and, and, you know, they always said, well, we can't get stuff made the way we want it made. So I set up a little manufacturing business and I was manufacturing for a lot of designer brands. And that's how this started. Arthur Gallen started to, to fill in those um, months of the year where you were sort of where you had production downtime for what you were making for everyone else um, and and you know have something to keep all the cutters the machinists all that sort of going and that's how the brand actually was born to sort of as, as your mom still works here doesn't she, she does she's you know she's well. upstairs she's upstairs and you know you buy you know if you buy a suit here she's probably going to be the one that's going to do the tailoring for you know along with the two others but she loves it you know she's as passionate um, she's as passionate about it as I am, except on a Saturday afternoon when, when she's been bombarded by a million people that say, please, I've got to wear this tonight. You've got to alter it yeah. for me. By that stage, she's like, no, but it's, it's cool. It's, it's cool. And I think that sort of, you know, um, it, it, it's exciting. It's, it's fun. It's fun. I want to, oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. No, no. I want to ask you a couple of questions. Being the fact that you're in retail and fashion, you've probably been amongst the top three industries that have been hit the most were fitness retail or fashion yes. yeah. and hospitality yeah. how's someone like yourself being able to weather the storm due to COVID? now we're finally coming out the other end which i'm very grateful that businesses like yourself mm. and even myself can go back to normal yes. how are we able to weather that storm look um i think for me personally um you know um five years ago we went through a really rough time we you know we, we the business was very different 20 stores you know uh, and you know now we've sort of, you know, it's, it's scaled back to a very different business. And I think when, you, when you've had tough times in your business career, um, you actually, it toughens you up and you get through these storms a little bit easier. And it's interesting, you know, you know, my wife would sort of say to me, whenever she'd see me a bit down about, you know, how things went down, um, she said to me, just 
do you know what? Don't worry. Um, you know, you, you're still, you know, we're still alive. We're still punching. We're still punching. And I think this was something that it's tough. It's tough to have your store closed. And I think, you know, this, this second lockdown, it was really tough to stay positive. But, you know, to be honest, you've got two kids at home and you need to find a way to keep the wheels turning um, and put food on the table and, and keep feeding them and, and keep paying the bills. You just need to find a way. And, and I think that sort of keeps you going. Family is quite important. The, and being the same, it's not if it's how. Well, I guess when you're an yeah. entrepreneur, you just you just got to find the way. How old That's are your right. little ones? Uh, uh, my son's 17 and my daughter's 13. Oh, I've yeah. got a 17 year old son as well and three yeah. daughters, yeah. so I understand. So you've got to, you've just got to keep it going and you've just got to find a way. And and like you said, it's not if it's just how. And you you do you find a way because, as I said, you know, um, uh, you you know when when your whole sort of career hasn't been Pleasantville the whole way, it sort of makes you makes you tougher and it makes you sort of weather the storms. Uh, not e well, a little bit easier, but you 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 never sort of let it swallow you up. And I think, um, you know, it was tough though. To be honest, the first month was was okay. We'll get through this. Second month, you think, well, this is going on for a long time. But the third month, you sort of think to yourself, is this ever going to end? Yeah. How are we going to how are we going to get through another month of this? We're here. And, you know, I'm praying that guys come back and just, you know, start spending again. And we've been open for two weeks and it's exciting because there has been, you know, a lot of pent up demand. You've been happy with the first two weeks? Yeah, look, it's been good. It's so far so good. You know, it's not, we missed Spring Racing Carnival this year, which is a tough one to miss because it's big for us. That would be one of the biggest for you, oh, wouldn't it? Look, to be honest, it's our biggest week of the year. You know, so. it's bigger than Boxing Day week. It's bigger than any yeah. other week. That week of the year is our biggest week of the year. To be honest, we missed it. But, you know, next year will be bigger and better. So I think... I think for us, um, uh, you know, changing the range a bit, you know, everyone's working from home, not as much suiting, more casual, cool little jersey jackets like what you're wearing. <laughs> There's a little plug there, guys. Um, but, you know, that sort of thing, it's different. You've got, to, you've got to sort of, you've got to change and you can't just be stuck. It's hard. And, and for me, to be honest, my biggest thing in the past was always like, you know, uh, always hard, you know, you, you, creature of habit. But when things like this happen, you've got to find a way. I mean, you know, who would have thought that the third category down on our online store was face masks? You know, if someone had said that to me a year ago, I would have thought, are you crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy. But you know what? If there's a demand for face masks and we can make some cool ones, if you've got to wear them, let's make it, let's wear some cool ones. So well, you're in fashion, of course. You yeah, so we make them fashionable. That's it. So you know what? If you're going to wear them, wear, wear nice ones. So, you know, we did that. And, you know, and that, that's something that um, I suppose for us, um, uh, kept us all going, you know, it's, uh, you know, talk about my mum who's upstairs, you know, keeps her going, you know, kept her going through this whole thing, you know, not sitting at home and nothing to do. Um, and that was the, the hardest thing. It's, you know, when you don't have something to do, um, it's hard just to sort of like, you know, you get up every morning and you think, you know, how am I going to get through another day? Um, but we're here, we're here, we're happy. We've got some really cool stuff and um, in, in the collection. And I think, um, you just need to to really just try and you know let, let, let's we're not going to forget that but we will just move on and think you know in a few years we'll think jesus what a year what was that that was just like that went on forever. look and like what you said what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and it makes you resilient so i feel in melbourne and victoria particularly it's really tested our entrepreneurs mm. in all different factors especially the three categories i mentioned yeah. but 
I think we're going to come out better, stronger. Yeah. I hope everyone does support everyone. I'm going to ask you a couple last questions. Yes. When was the one point in your career, because you've had ups, you've had GFCs, you've had downs, you've yeah. had elections. Like myself, I've been in real estate for 22 years. Oh, exactly like us. I mean, the so, 99 I started, and yeah. business I started almost 16 years ago. When was the toughest time that you had? Was it COVID where you had to say you had to really back yourself, you had to go all in? When you were expanding, or was it a point where it could have gone either way, this is, this is on the knife, I can go one way, I can go the other. When was that one time you had to really back yourself to go, I'm, I have to go all in here? Yeah. Um, was it COVID? Um, it, 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 probably, it, it probably was. You know, the last two months, I sort of thought, you know what, are we going to give this a go and are we going to just, just do it? And you just do it. And I think experience, you know, same with us, we started in 98. And you need to do it, but you need to really sort of think about what you're doing. You can't just keep doing the same stuff. You've got to you've got to just change. And I think that was that was a tough decision, but it was the right decision for us. So um, brands um, go along, and I suppose we're lucky because you know what we do is is from like I said, from sneakers to tuxedos. In times like this, you need to say, you know what? Let's you know what sells. At the end of the day, I can be as passionate as anything, but at the end of the day, if I've got, if, if I haven't got sales going through the till and I've got a shop full of beautiful stock, I'm not going to be here next year. So what you're basically saying to all the viewers out there as an entrepreneur, where can I diversify my risk? Where can I increase my income streams? Yes. And how do I stay afloat to That's increase right. and grow? Yeah. And sometimes through these adversities, and I see a lot of restaurants have opened up different ideas. They've turned their shops into delis. They're doing certain deliveries. Yeah. And they've opened different ideas. With after COVID, I think it's going to increase all the revenue streams as well. Yeah. Now, so Arthur, recently you've had some amazing news, which I was very happy to hear. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, look, we um, uh, we were uh, brought on to uh, to design the new uniforms for the uh, new crown that they're building in Sydney, and that's that's so exciting. Um, you know, it's uh, it was it is a big project. Uh, everything from you know bell captains through to dealers through to silks, Nobu restaurants, and it was it's it's been such an exciting project, and I'm really proud. Um, to be working on this, and the guys at Crown are fantastic to work with, and we're really sort of creating something that's a little bit unique. You know, it's you know people make uniforms, but I'm actually creating a collection for Crown. So like a, like I create a fashion collection, um, I've created a, a fashion collection for for all the uniforms for Crown Sydney, and that's really something that that is um, is pretty special. And and I want the guys to be proud of what they're wearing. You're you know? talking about thousands of uniforms. We oh, want to make it fun and engaging. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And make it special. You know, make it like um, something that a guy wants to wear. It's got to be a feather in your cap. Yeah, it's, it's look, it is. It is. And I'm very proud of that. Uh, and I can't wait for, for Crown Sydney to open. So for me, um, it's been, you know, whilst we've had COVID, I've actually sort of, um, I've actually been doing that because after... We um, we won the, um, the 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 gig to do the design. Um, we also tended for the manufacturing and uh, and and won that as well. So that's been that's been really 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 exciting because you know my passion in design, I can see it right through to the finished product, um, and I just can't wait to get up there and I can't wait for this project to open in December. So it's it's. Well, I'm excited for you and I yes. can't wait to see it. Now, Arthur, are you ready for my quick fire questions? Yes. Tradition in the relentless. Is it? Okay. So let's go. Now. First thing that comes to mind with your answer, you can say pass. Yes. Do you have any pets? Yes. What's your favourite colour? Blue. That's my favourite colour too. What's your favourite TV show? Oh, 
this, this sounds really, my wife always hounds me about this long lost family, because family is so important. I love when people find each other. And Seinfeld? My wife loves Seinfeld. Oh, so the, and Seinfeld, there's one for the room. <laughs> one for the wife. <laughs> iPhone or Android? iPhone. Who was your role model growing up? Mum. Describe yourself in three words as a teenager. Oh, God. Three words as a teenager. Um, always, always the cruise director, so I was always the one getting everyone together and figuring out where we were going to go and what we were going to do. Um, fun and um, studious. Okay. <laughs> now, one item you can't leave the house without besides your phone? A really good pair of shoes. <laughs> now, give me one pet peeve, what annoys you? This, this is going on to the last question, but you know what? Shoes can kill an outfit, a bad shoe. <laughs> My shoes all right? They're good. All right, good. They're <laughs> now, a best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's a great piece of advice. I live by that. I love that. If you could have one last meal, what would it be? Pasta. Awesome. <laughs> okay. And, 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 and you know, and, and probably from my mate across the road at Cafe Cucina. <laughs> if your house was on fire, you had to run back in to get two things, assuming your family's out, what two things would you get? My blazer and my favourite jeans. <laughs> now, um, name one book you've read that's positive influence. A book, magazine, anything? Oh, positive influence. Um, I like a bit of escapism when I read. So, you know, all those sort of Grisham novels or, you know, all that sort of Ludlam stuff that sort of, you know, there's always a happy ending and I love happy endings. So that's sort of, that's what keeps me going. Now, who would play you in a movie or the story of your life? Which actor? That's a tough one. I've never, ever thought about that. Um, I've had some interesting answers on this one. God. I don't know. That's a tough one. Oh, Jesus. Um... Who would play me? Let me think about this. Can we just take a minute and I'll just, just, just let me just let me just let me think about that. Yes. Any tattoos? No. Best gift you've ever received? Oh. Kids. Kids. If you had one superpower, what would it be? The crystal ball. Okay. If you were not working in your current career in fashion, what would you be doing? God, I don't know. Um, being... Finance? No, you know what? Finance was fun, but, you know, I'd want to be the guy that brings out the, uh, the coffees at the beach clubs in, um, uh, on the islands in Greece. Okay. Now, when you started your career, what was the one thing that you learned? What was the, what, the hardest thing you had to learn during your career? Um, don't go for the easy option. Go for the best option. Because it will make you stronger. Okay. Absol absolutely. And more so about, you know, it's always easy to sort of... It's always quick and easy to make something, sorry, it's always easy to make something quickly. It takes a bit more time and a bit more skill and a bit more of an artisan approach to make something well. I agree. Yeah. Now, in this whole episode, you've shared a lot of great things about fashion, business and entrepreneurship. Yeah. What are a couple key takeaways you want our listeners to take from, from this episode? Look, I think fashion is, is amazing. Um, it's, it's such a great, um, inspiring, career but it's it's hard it's and when I say it's hard you've really got to be passionate about it because it's not it's not champagne and runway shows 
it's you know it's three in the morning finishing a collection before you start showing wholesale it's you know production's running late what happens something's gone that's wrong the trophy people see the trophy and they think that's it but it's the hard work behind it to get to that it show is. to win that trophy that's important absolutely so you can see all these garments hanging on the rack looking great but you know what went behind that and i think that's something that um that our industry sometimes um uh, you know that, that side of it is 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 key and i think that that's something that you know that anyone who, who looks at this industry you've got to be real You've got to be real and you've got to be hard working because people that see that understand that they glorify trophies or they glorify these award nights but they don't understand the hard work that goes to get to that point oh absolutely absolutely i mean you think about a runway show you're working for weeks you're putting in that much effort in 10 minutes 15 minutes it's over and you think okay <laughs> that was good but wow what a lot of effort and it's and it's it's very satisfying but but hey you know i i do it because i love it and i think that you know I'm, I'm lucky enough to be doing something that I love. So, you know, I think that that is huge. And huge. last question, scale of one to 10, how much have you enjoyed the podcast? 11. There you go. Thank you very much. Arthur, for you made time. it so easy for me. How could I not enjoy it? Thank you. <laughs>